Hello and welcome to episode 8 of Under the Cull of MS. Today I'm going to go into some Archie comics that I checked out recently. First one we're going to check out is a Bronze Age, Age comic that goes back to 1973. It's number 282. <clears throat> Pep comics I used to pick up a lot during our summer vacations there are always fun little mix-ups of a lot of summertime fun that the kids are having hanging out at the beach or pools or pops or drive-in or wherever it's something a little bit different away from the school and the town they get out on different adventures then you also get other little characters in here that have stories like this one has a little jinx episode where she ends up asking for a penny losing it in a sewer grate and ends up finding way more than what she bargains for so she made out made a killing off just getting one penny worked out pretty good for her then you got some full time shenanigans, some pop shenanigans, a little haunted storyline type thing in here. Just all around fun. Just a good variety of different stories to keep you interested. And then I checked out. This, I believe, was in the mid-90s. The Punisher meets Archie. This is fun. There's a guy that looks like Archie that he's into money and business because he's friends with Veronica Lodge's dad. He knows him and stuff from the past, but the guy gets in a bunch of trouble and he runs off to Riverdale and goes there to hide out and the Punisher hunts him down and some other gangsters are also looking for him. They all, of course, come across Archie first. and Since Archie looks like the guy, they think that's who they're going after, so they hunt Archie down and and Archie works things out with the Punisher and stuff. And then Punisher and Archie get together and go after the guy that they were rightfully looking for. But that was a fun little story. Punisher actually has to behave himself and not kill everybody. Just has to be more cautious about what he does. And then I checked out the run of Betty and Veronica's Vixen. This is real fun. Uh, Archie and some of the guys got some motorcycles and were acting like a little club gang type thing. And they ran into another motorcycle gang and got into some trouble with them and caused some issues. And, and the boys ran off and hid and didn't do what, didn't confront their 
problems. So the Betty and Veronica decided to put their own little bike club together, motorcycle club, and got a bunch of the other girls from around the area and taught each other how to fight and ride motorcycles and take care of things. And they ended up chasing the gang off out of town at Archie and Moose and them should have been taken care of and Reggie and stuff, but the girls had to take care of it for them. This is a fun story. It's definitely nice seeing these more adult-style stories coming out of the gang and these little different crossovers and stuff like that. Archie Comics has definitely stepped up over the past few years. They've been doing a lot of big crossovers with, like, the Predator and all kinds of different characters. Sabrina's gotten the Teenage Witch. She's gotten a way darker story, story now. Even the Riverdale gang has darker stories. So you can have your kid-friendly and your adult-friendly all in the whole package of one whole storyline so check those out sure to enjoy uh so i guess might want to know the results of the mri finally got had the video appointment with the neurologist this week that went over pretty decent nice and quick uh, still can't get a read off the guy. He's a nice guy, but you just you just don't get any of your real facial expressions. This time with being on a video chat, I actually get to see his face instead of a mask. But I still couldn't get a good read off him. <laughs> kind of feel like you're a burden to him. <laughs> but hopefully it'll work out good with him because my other neurologist has retired his retirement party was last week so he's gone so i don't know who i would have went to anyways probably just stuck with his predecessor looked into some other neurologists that were kind of close to the area see what they had for backgrounds and stuff but i really like this one his background in sleep sleep apnea and stuff like the sleep disorders. He's also got psychiatrist background and stuff like that. So hopefully we'll get things worked out through him and actually get some answers for once. Uh, and continuing with building my Team, I got to see my urologist, my new urologist last week. That went over good. I see my new card cardiologist this Monday. So I'm looking forward to going over that with her. And then I got contacted by a sleep disorder place on Thursday. And yesterday they wanted me to come and pick up a at-home sleep study kit. So I ran down there and picked that up. Pretty simple, but I can say I got a 
good enough reading because it did a green light after I shut her down this morning. So I'm just going with it. But that was the biggest waste of time. Just I could not sleep. The wires were way too long, hanging all over the place, the chest strap. It's just oxygen line in your nose, the thing on your for your pulse on your finger and everything. It was just very annoying at night kind of lay still and actually get some sleep out of you. But hopefully I got a couple hours that they can get some information from, but I don't really see sleep disorder being my issue. I have to get up whether I'm asleep or not. I still have to get up to go to the bathroom up to six, seven, eight times a night. So the bladder medication is somewhat helping. I've got it down over some nights. It's only two, three times a night. I got to get up, but it's still random. So not sure how well this new one a day time release bladder control medication is working. We'll give it a the 90 day run and see what happens from there. If I want to see about changing to one or the other ones or not. Uh, MRI results. Well, good news is no new lesions. Bad news is I got two really big lesions. One on uh, really high on the spine around the T3 vertebrae or whatever you want to call it uh says this is probably a good possibility that i get i get the it's like someone's hit me on the back of the spine and the back the lower back of my skull with a bat hammer they're just pounding against it it's basically equal with my pulse. So as my pulse thumps, it, I get that thump right in the back of the spine and my skull. Uh, so that's a regular thing on and off. But it basically comes, it's more prevalent in the morning when I get up. And later at night, I have more issues with that. Uh, my Lahermes syndrome, with that lesion being so high up, that makes sense because that T3 lesion is right around where the bend of the neck is. My Lahermes can, there's days where it's just normal electrical feeling, and there's days where it just makes, if I bend my head forward, it just lights my whole body up. So that could. Be the reasoning for that. Uh, that is also where my those big lesions are. Is also areas that affect my arms and legs a lot and my balance a lot. So that can explain those issues with my arms and legs going out and doing random, having random issues with those. And then um, I've had the Disney dizziness, vertigo, tippy, folly for at least half my life so that's that's a bummer but we're going to stick with the currently I'm on Okravis still 
not really doing nothing for me, but it's also not not allowing new lesions to form. So we're going to stick on it for right now. And then I have a feeling in the future when we do switch, his thing he was shooting for was to Sabri. So I believe that'll be my next one I will try out when we decide that the Okrubis isn't doing anything for me anymore. Sorry about the tiredness, but like I said, I did not get crap for sleep last night, and I um, wanted to at least get this podcast out this morning since I didn't get it out on Thursday. Everything just got too hectic this week. So I've been trying to get all those things worked out. I'm just looking forward to Monday returning to sleep stuff, going to my cardiologist, and then hopefully I'm done for a little while with doctors. My next infusion's in September, I believe. Beginning of September, so I shouldn't have to see my neurologist till after that. I'm sure he'll contact me about the sleep study. And then he also wants all my tests and scans and all the information about my aortic dissection sent to him. I got to do that. And I forget which medication it is, but he did want me to talk to my cardiologist about a fatigue medication that he wants to put me on, but it can increase your blood pressure and i'm already on high blood pressure medication so i gotta see if i'm allowed to take it or not so we'll find out more about that on monday but uh other than that the knee injections we're done with those now they have helped but the extra mobility I use and get around with, I just end up sore just as early, if not earlier, with all kinds of knee pains between the loose bones that are floating around and between the two knee joints since there's no meniscus in there. So it's just grinding bone on bone with chunks of bone inside the bone and <laughs> that with the arthritis and then no ACLs and all that stuff. It's just Constant pain, constant puffing up. It's like, but we'll see. Hopefully, it'll keep getting less painful over the next couple of weeks. And my knee doctor said that if it does work out, I can have it done every six months if I feel like it. But I'll probably push it off as long as I can like I did with my cortisone shots because I didn't want my body to get too used to it it's like cortisone shots now they'll somewhat work in the left leg but don't do anything in the right leg that's why we went to the gel to try that out there are other gels and stuff out there but they're higher priced and insurance won't cover some of them my crooked foot's been very irritable now for over a week with the severe sprained ankle feeling. 
and it's just you can't stand on it for more than 15 seconds without it locking up and yeah pretty much peel it off the ground just to move it again and it's like knives going through everything but that's the next doctor i'm going to contact because i want to see about that foot foot brace or special orthotic or whatever i have to get and i know she said it insurance wouldn't cover it even though i was born with it but if i had diabetes insurance would cover it so that makes freaking sense but what you gonna do about it i gotta gotta get it done just i think it was around five six hundred bucks so i'm just gonna have to suck it up and uh, sell something or do whatever I can to come up with the cash so I can get this down. Orthotics, so I don't have to deal with the pain anymore. It's basically debilitating me even worse and ruining even more of my life. So I figure this is going to be the year to try and eliminate as many things as possible and get as many doctor things done over with and see what happens. Even though it is the year of the COVID crap and it's hard to get into doctors and they want to do video interviews and all that crap. What you going to do? Got to keep at it and see what happens. Uh, now there's... Going into some more of the MS websites and stuff. Here's some more things that I've read and seen. It's like things to help out to adjust with life with MS. Of course, they say eat a healthy diet and avoid certain foods. Like they they say avoid saturated fats, red meats, dairy, butter, cheese. I don't know if your body's intolerant to the things. I agree with it, but I I don't think things like grass-fed butter are bad for you. I think it's healthier for you than other options. Red meats, I don't eat a lot of them, but I'm, I've never had issues when I have eaten red meat that I felt different than I have Otherwise, I don't see where that becomes a big issue for me. I can see for some people. I know a lot of these diets that they have out there, these swank diets, and best bet diet, and all these other little paleo and keto, keto and all that. I still disagree with them. I, I say design your own diet around how your body feels. I don't agree that any diet works for everybody. Everybody's different, just like our snowflake disease, multiple sclerosis is just different in everybody. <clears throat> but cheese and dairy, I can definitely see issues with, but it, I basically eliminated dairy from most of my life. I use almond milk and stuff, but I can't get rid of cheese. I just... I went off it, didn't notice anything from it, so I don't know how 
how or if it's affecting me, but I just, it's, cheese is one of the hardest things for me to eliminate from my, my diet, but, uh, talk about trans fat, like fried foods, cookies, cakes, pastries, that's all common sense. I mean, pretty much anything that's full of sugar and stuff that, I mean, sugar feeds cancer, sugar feeds other disease, I mean. Sugar is just the root of all evil, but yet it's out there. <laughs> Free and clear. You can find it anywhere you want. Just killing everybody. and Yet they keep pumping it out. Uh, candy, fruit juice, that's all high in sugar. Foods high in salt are bad for you like soups and pizza and stuff i kind of just well pizza i totally get if you're gluten intolerant and stuff but i believe there are pizzas and crust that you can use i mean cauliflower crust are out there now they're already pre-made i mean it's yeah they're a pain in the ass to make yourself and they stink up the whole house same with cauliflower rice and stuff, but now they've made it so where you can buy the stuff. I mean, they have they have veggie tater tots, veggie. They got all kinds of different veggie versions of stuff. The problem is, I believe they still have to have some type of preservative in there to get the stuff to keep. But I don't know. I'll keep trying the different recipes and seeing how my body feels and see what I can do. But I've always loved our loved making pizza. We had one of the best pizzas around. We wanted to put it out as a frozen pizza line, but it was so hard to get all the things worked out with the federal stamps and the federal regulations. The state regulations themselves are so hard to get through. And so I just eventually just gave up on the, the dream of starting the pizza business maybe someday we'll bring it back but yeah i would have loved to put out healthier pizzas that are already pre-made instead of just the items that go on the pizzas and stuff but what you gonna do if you're not a billionaire you can't really do much in this world and no one wants to give me loans and stuff so <laughs> just gotta deal with what i have then they talk about grains like rice, bread, cereal. Yeah, that's, and you can eat your darker grains or healthier. There again, you got to listen to your body, see how it feels when you eat certain types of items. You know, bread-wise, I believe sourdough is a non-inflammatory style bread. If you want to go a white bread that's healthier for you. I have no problem with the whole grain breads and stuff like that. All grain, multi-grains. Some of them are basically like eating a dried up brick, but they do make you feel filled. Unlike the white breads and stuff, you can eat that stuff. Like candy and not fill up sometimes. But Talk about foods contain gluten, noodles, bread, baked goods, and it's all pretty much common sense there, too. Processed foods, fast foods. And pretty much, if you shop the outside of the grocery store and stay away from the inner aisles, the canned food, the box food, all the processed crap, 
you're going to do way better. And just got to try it out. Play around with some of the recipes, and I'll, I'll keep putting out some of my recipes that I enjoy doing on here. You can try them out. And like I said, if you want to go on to my Kevin Kleinhans, uh, A-L-E-I-N-H-A-N-S, my Pinterest site, I have a variety of MS Pinterest pages, recipe pages, healthy recipe pages, regular recipe pages, all kinds of stuff. And then I just go through, look through them. And if I see something that sounds good to me, I'll modify it to make it to something I can enjoy and hopefully not have it harm me as much. I like to try things like that out. Of course, they say include exercise in your routine. Again, I'll mentioned ddp yoga i really love that uh there's so many different versions you can make it your own however you want there's everything from in the bed yoga to chair yoga to standing yoga to extreme yoga it's just i i still stand by the meditation i just did Helps make the body feel a little bit better, just focusing on the different body chakras and stuff and mentally healing yourself, I, I consider it. Makes your body feel better and your body needs that extra attention sometimes. And of course, plan your days ahead, plan out everything, write out everything, write notes, do anything you can to help yourself out. Well, there's some more things I've seen, and I get emails from all kinds of little MS sites. I follow tons of different sites, and Facebook and stuff, so that's a lot of the stuff I like to talk about. I just like to go over things I've seen, see if there's anything new that I can learn from it. Who knows? Someday we might figure out this monster and figure out how to destroy it. Until then, we can just work on it to the best of our ability. I'm going to let you go for now. Everybody have a good day and a good weekend. And hopefully next week will be a little bit better week and we'll get some more podcasts out. Yeah, a pile of comics to talk about here and lots of MS information. So hopefully you'll hear from me soon. Have a great one.